Welcome to the Huawei, a podcast about all things recruitment and a chance for you to get to know us here at Wow Recruitment a little better. Every month, I, your host Viv Edwin, will have a different guest on here and together we will jump into topics all concerning around recruitment. So why not join us on this journey and find your own recruitment happiness? Welcome to another episode of the Huawei. Today, I have Erin McCauley, who is the People and Culture Advisor of Oz Harvest, joining us. This is a really special episode because this is the first episode we're doing ever since Sydney went down into a lockdown. Here at WOW Recruitment, we're really passionate about people and we cannot stress how happy we are to be able to work with non-for-profits and to have someone who's from the non-for-profit industry and has like such an impressive profile. Erin, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Viv, and WOW Recruitment. I'm so excited to be here um, as your first podcast during lockdown. What a way to spend lockdown. (laughs) In an ideal world, we'd be sitting in an office together. I'd have, you know, my proper recording equipment and stuff. But like, you know, we've got to make do with whatever hands get dealt to us, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Amazing. So Erin, to the people listening, would you like to talk a little bit about yourself? Tell us who you are. Yeah. Obviously, Erin McCauley. I'm based out of Hawkesbury, New South Wales. I've lived in the Hawkesbury my entire life. I um, obviously graduated in HR from Macquarie University. Now, it wasn't a I finished school and jumped straight into HR. It took me a while and a few degrees to really find my passion. But as soon as I entered that first classroom at university and started studying HR it was really an eye-opening moment um, entering this field and I absolutely love it I love working with people and one of my main responsibilities is leading the recruitment for Oz Harvest which is why I'm here talking to you today <laughs> amazing amazing what an what an amazing story like before we jump into Oz Harvest like you were saying you're a people person and you know I consider myself as a people person as well do you think that there's a story behind there and the roles that you're doing and being around people-centric roles? Yeah, so I'm definitely an extroverted person. I love <laughs> being around people and I think linking back to my friends and family. Now, I'm an only child, so I didn't have a house full of brothers and sisters growing up. It was just my mum and dad. So my friends are my absolute life and my family and I will do absolutely anything for my friends. And so taking that love and passion to my workplace is really just a backbone for me in what I do. I love coming to work and making sure people can bring their full happy selves to work every day. And I also do that and try and do that in my personal life as well. Amazing. I, I love I love hearing that. That's amazing. So let's jump into Oz Harvest. So what can you tell yeah. us about Oz Harvest? So Oz Harvest, what an organization. And I say that with every part of my heart and everything. So Oz Harvest is a, one of Australia's leading food rescue organizations. Now, I'm sure you've seen our amazing CEO on television, radio and popping up everywhere. So Ronnie Khan founded us in 2004, became it as as a simple concept to rescue food that would have been originally going to waste and deliver it to people in need. Now, Oz Harvest has grown so much more than that. We now have education programs. Um, At the moment, we're doing a lot in emergency food relief as well. 
As you can imagine, in the last couple of months in Sydney and in Victoria, there's a lot, the need for us grew by about 50%. Wow. Now, we have adapted to that and we're pumping out so many hampers a week for those uh, in the community. Now, it's just an amazing cause and we're really about just making sure we can um, connect and help as many people as we can. Amazing. Amazing. So, you know, I, I don't think I'd be doing my job as a podcast host for a recruitment um, industry if I wasn't asking questions about recruitment. So <laughs> jumping into it. So I guess like the first one is like, can you talk to us a little bit about your recruitment journey? Like, what has that been so far? Yeah, so like I said a bit earlier, OzHarvest is the first role that I've had the opportunity and privilege to jump into the recruitment world. Now, leading the recruitment nationally, I work with myself, obviously, and then Angel, and then my boss, Sharon, and we are the absolute dream team for recruitment, <laughs> if I do say so myself. I love myself. that for you guys. <laughs> Absolutely, and especially quick recruitment. At the moment, like I said, we're doing a lot of emergency support, which has mean, meant um, really quick people needing to come into the organisation. Obviously, being a recruiter, we have the opportunity to tell people that we have that they've gotten their dream job. How good is doing that phone call? It's one of my favourite things that I get to do at work is telling someone, congratulations, you've got that opportunity. We're also really lucky here at OzHarvest. Um, Ronnie has a really great saying that we are a magnet for magnificent people. <laughs> now, having this, it also means that we have a lot of people that apply for our roles. So our journey, when I first started at OzHarvest, we changed the way that and changed the process for recruitment and actually made it a bit more structured. And we really had a lot of applications. People send us emails because they just want to work for us. And so we added a bit of creativity element into our applications. Now, which is one was one of our state manager's ideas. So what we ask people to do is potentially send in something such as a dance in TikTok, a personalised song, poems. I've seen someone do a food cooking video, not even for a chef role just because their passion is food and sustainability. And I believe I, from the top of my head, it was for a project role, but they just connected to the values that we have here and they show it and it's going above and beyond, which I think is such a beautiful recruitment journey at Oz Harvest is we get to see those people that really want to work for us. We also have now implemented, um, as we are trying to and moving forward with our diversity and inclusion project, we want to ensure and support people from all diverse backgrounds. So we've implemented, um, if you have language or special considerations, disability or an impairment, or if you just want to have a support person for the interview process, we encourage people to bring someone along to the interview. Also, if someone needs assistance with the submitting their application, we're also trying to go a bit more above and beyond um, in our recruitment journey here at Oz Harvest. That's amazing. That is truly amazing to hear. Thank you for talking to me about a little bit about, you know, the recruitment process at Oz Harvest. I'm really happy that you talked about diversity and inclusion. That's That's been a part that, you know, I've been very, very passionate about and, you know, ever since I've been in the recruitment industry as well. So now recruitment industry comes with 
ups and downs. There's a lot of downs before you get those ups sometimes. What do you think have been some of the things that you've gotten wrong while you've been in recruitment? Yeah, great question, Viv. Thanks so much. And super happy to hear that you're passionate about DNI. I love when I meet fellow DNI champions. Now, something that I think that we've gotten wrong and potentially an area that we've learned from and changed has been sticking to the process and not adapting in this clearly changing environment that we're in. Now, a few of our roles um, have observation days such as our drivers and the chefs and even our education area. Now, with COVID, clearly these get delayed a little bit because we can't physically have people come in to do the observation days. Now, it meant that potentially we have candidates sitting there for a few weeks unable to complete their observation day. They're obviously not hired, so they don't know if they've got the job. And one of my passions is candidate care, which obviously I want to give candidates the best experience because that's how they're first coming into an organisation. So we've changed this and learned from this barrier to potentially go down a new innovative way to do observation days. So what we're asking is candidates for the chef's area to record a video of themselves demonstrating their cooking and presentation skills. This means that we're able to see how they would showcase the skills in sustainability and their cooking as well. And we can really straight away get them on board and we don't have to hold up the process anymore. I think going by the things that you found that were really hard and things that you've gotten wrong in the past, what would you say the biggest takeaways you had from that? The biggest takeaway, good question, is again, so obviously mistakes enable us to see what we're doing potentially wrong and really encourage us to go down new creative ways with man COVID (laughs) and has been doing that so much. So it was really a great way to take on the COVID restraints and find new ways and encourage our candidates to showcase their talents to us that might have been outside the box and potentially when we are out of COVID, if we still have restraints or there's not a cooking class available, we could potentially do the video option as well. And it could potentially be another great way for us to improve our process in the future. Amazing. So, you know, you did mention the elephant in the room. You said COVID. And, you know, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be amiss if I didn't if I didn't talk about COVID. I feel like every <laughs> time I do a podcast recording, you know, COVID seems to come up. Unprecedented is the word everyone likes to throw at this. How do you feel like COVID has changed the way you work your job in at Oz Harvest? So I started at Oz Harvest in January last year. <laughs> and my amazing boss, she started in February. Yep. So it yep. was just her and I at the start. So we were brand new people and culture team when COVID first hit. And obviously, I only had a very short period of time within the office seeing the normal Oz Harvest life before we had to adapt and work from home. But I truly think this way of life and the agile way of working has really transformed and created more opportunities. Now, I could go and get my eyebrows and hair appointment in the morning, which is something that I really love to do it's a bit of a relaxing time for me (laughs) and then I can come back and work now if I was going to be in the office the ability to be able to adapt and actually have a work-life balance is so present I think we said that so many years before COVID yeah we've got a work-life balance but 
really, did we? Because now it really showcasing that we're able to do those other things. I can put my washing on in the morning and get all my stuff, my washing and cleaning, et cetera, yep. done and still do a full day and smash all the goals that I need to during my time. So I really think this agile and innovative way of working is going to stay and I am definitely here for it. <laughs> Amazing. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Now that you've been doing your own recruitment as well, what are some of the key takeaways you've had from the industry? Yeah, awesome. So I, one of my biggest takeaways is look deeper. That remember that not everyone is going to interview so outgoing and the biggest extrovert in the room. That sometimes candidates that have the best interview might not actually be the best person for the job. So it's really looking outside the box. I am not shy to do a quick LinkedIn stroll to see what people are up to and also deep diving into references as well. Um, I also really like to, one of my areas that I like to hire for is hiring for values, which is something that we really do here at Oz Harvest. We yeah. want to ensure yeah. that we're putting people into the organisation that are going to lift it up instead of potentially bring it down. However, I also like looking for potentially people that have those positive values that still semi-alive. That's yeah. people that have different values because if you're always hiring the same people that have the same, the exact same values, then you're not building on that diversity and the, and you're potentially having the same thought process. So looking for potentially that introvert that might have a passion for sustainability and might have other values, as long as they're positive and we're all yellow and happy here at Oz Harvest, as long as we're semi-aligned, potentially we could go down a path that we've never looked at before and a really exciting place with some candidates. I, I kind of think of them as, you know, recruitment stories, right? And the reason I say that it's because it's a journey which has like a beginning and an end. And my recruitment experience has shown me that this happens time and time again, right? And some of the best placements I do come from actually finding people who have nothing to do with like, you know, the resume and the original application. So it, it takes looking at a resume and then going, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to this person. And sometimes they just blow you away. They're just like these amazing magical people that, okay, they were totally getting overlooked. You know, the resume didn't come out this, the right way or for whatever reason, people do have biases and all stuff. They haven't been able to get past the goalkeeper, so to speak. Right. And those people, like when you find them and then you you know that they're the right person for the job and you put them into that role, it's just life-changing. The gratitude, the feeling of changing someone's life, that to me is the most fun part of recruitment. Absolutely. And as I said a bit earlier on in the podcast, how we're, we add the, added the bits about creativity into it and People need to apply with the cover letter as well. Cover letters are so important to show a recruiter that you are interested in the role. But adding that creativity really shows a different side of people. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Just having those experiences and reaching out to someone. I love doing phone screens. <laughs> very <laughs> interesting. I love chatting to people. And it feels that one, one minute you're doing this phone screen with this person and the next person you chat to is just different but they just both add so much value into it like I said Ronnie as Ronnie says we're a magnet for magnificent people here at Oz Harvest. Amazing do you have any stories you'd like to share with us about like a recruitment journey where you've taken somebody who you thought 
might have been overlooked, you know, you've changed their lives for the better? Yeah, for sure. So there's definitely been a lot of people that have come into the organisation and there's definitely been some super tough calls in terms of you've got two candidates just so different in regards to where they have come from. And I have been a part of a process where we have interviewed someone and two, two candidates. One was a little bit more out there and then the other was a little bit more introverted. We actually went down the more introverted path and with that candidate and they've stepped into the organisation and they have excelled at it. We've also had people that have entered Oz Harvest that have actually utilised our services in the past, which I think is just such a beautiful thing that potentially they needed the support back in the day and now they have the opportunity that they're back on their feet and they can work for Oz Harvest and there is nothing more better than that. That was such a good um, experience to have with that candidate. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um, so you mentioned candidate care is super important. It's one of the things that you love the most about recruitment. Would you like to jump into candidate care and talk a little bit more? Absolutely. Yeah, so candidate care, super important to me. Now, you know that meme that was going all over LinkedIn about the ghost recruiter? Yep. That is something that I definitely never want to be, is that ghost recruiter. I remember back when I was applying for roles, I used to send so many applications out through Seek, through ethical jobs, and some applications you don't even hear that they've received it. And you're sitting there thinking, oh, what did I do wrong? Did they even get it? Where did I, where was my gaps? So at Oz Harvest, we reply to every single applicant's email personally and acknowledge that we've received their email. And if they're successful to move on to a phone screen, then we'll be in contact. We try and give the update as soon as we know as well. We also obviously reach out to those for phone screens and then we also send the unsuccessful emails uh, and potentially also providing a little bit more information as well. We're actually in the process of reviewing this because obviously a lot of processes, we're always up to that growth and learning where we can do better and potentially giving the best experience that, and, and definitely giving the best experience that we can. So we're also looking at ways that we could potentially provide tips on resume writing, tips on how to apply, how to write a good cover letter, which is actually something we're doing right now. Yep. We also um, call. So when we set up people for face-to-face -face interviews, we also call each candidate if they're unsuccessful. And one of the things that I really try to do is provide feedback. I find this super important to help candidates to do better, potentially in their next job interview, Hopefully that's back with us and they can find another opportunity and improve for the next interview. But we really want to make sure that we can help them as much as we can for, yeah, the next one. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw this one on you because you mentioned, you know, it's always a pleasure meeting another DNI warrior. What do you think we can do differently for diversity and inclusion moving forward when we're looking at, you know, how we go about recruiting roles? Always looking outside the box, <laughs> always yeah. looking for those candidates and also looking at different areas for advertising. I think as recruiters, we always go to typical areas for recruitment and um, typical websites. However, potentially looking at um, lower socioeconomic Facebook groups, there might also be a community board that you could post on, potentially people that might not be using 
Facebook or Seek or Ethical Jobs. So trying to go that extra mile to get those candidates in, I think, is um, a really big opportunity and actually search for those people. I know there's other organisations and websites that you can use that are actually for recruiting of Indigenous and Torres Strait Islander, uh, specifically for the LGBTIQA plus community. Actually having the initiative to go out there to bring that talent in and not just going down the same advertising path, I think is, yeah, you need to show that you're going to bring the people in. And as I mentioned a bit earlier about how we're inviting support people in and helping people with applications, I think that's just, yeah, that was a really good step for us to take and a really exciting opportunity to further support uh, our future candidates. Amazing. You know, at WOW Recruitment, we are all about people. We're always looking for a way to sort of give back to the community. And we're all really passionate about the non-for-profit industry. And as mentioned before, I come from a non-for-profit industry background as well. So, you know, I would be um, I would be missing out an opportunity if we didn't talk about Harvest Bites today. Yeah, so Harvest Bites, what an amazing initiative. I am so devastated. I live too far out west <laughs> to get the foods um, delivered. But Harvest Bites is a really great program that came about uh, when COVID hit. It was a way for us to support the restaurants that were closed to keep the people operating within the kitchens, but then also giving, having financial and bringing that revenue into Oz Harvest. It's yep. something that we've obviously continued into this year and it's actually grown significantly as well. So definitely something if you're in the metropolitan Sydney area to check out because we've had some amazing chefs come on board and still coming on board. So all the details are on our website. Amazing. So before I let you go, Erin, I would really love for you to tell us how we can actually support Oz Harvest. Absolutely, I can, Viv. So did you and your listeners know that every dollar donated allows Oz Harvest to deliver two meals to those in need? Now, amazing. So you 10 bucks, you've helped so many people. Yep. Now you can donate via our website. You can also volunteer for Oz Harvest. We also have the Harvest Bites program, as we discussed a bit earlier, which is beautiful food, similar to an Uber Eats program, so they deliver straight to your door. Yeah, check out our website and also potentially come work for us. <laughs> if there's a job that is that you are interested in and you have the skills, check out our careers opportunity and you'll probably get to speak with myself or one of the team. Erin, <laughs> before I let you go, you mentioned your girlfriends. They're always there to celebrate everything that happens with you. Would you like to give them a shout out at the end of this podcast? Absolutely. So super big shout out to my Spice Girls and also all the Hack Girls and my beautiful best friend, Taylor. My absolute biggest support, my cheerleaders love you. Erin, thank <laughs> you so much for making the time to speak to us. Again, it's under unprecedented circumstances where we're recording out of our own, own houses. It's storming outside. And, you know, we have a <laughs> pandemic in, in full swing. So, you know, like, it seems like forces are against us. Thank you so much for making the time to speak to us today. And I really hope you do come back again and we can do another recording again one day. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and we'll definitely be back to record another one of these, hopefully in person one day. (laughs) Thank you so much, Erin. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Wow Way. Please visit our website, wowrecruitment.com.au 
to subscribe to us and to make sure you never miss an episode. If you really enjoyed the episode, please give us a rating on Spotify or on iTunes. Alternatively, please tell a friend about us. That would be doing us a huge favor too. I look forward to joining you here again next month. From all of us here at Wow Recruitment, this is Viv signing off. Thank you.